This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Let's take a second to thank today's sponsor, Anchor. Anchor is by far the absolute easiest way to make a podcast. And when I say easy, I mean easy. First of all, it's completely free. And there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit right from your phone or your computer. Best of all, with Anchor, you can add any songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. So the possibilities are endless on what you can create. Whether you want to create a music analysis, your own radio show, a deep dive on your favorite genre or artist, or something that the world's never heard before. Anchor will even help publish your show to Spotify so you can reach hundreds of millions of listeners. Oh, did I mention there's no copyright on the songs? Yeah, it's that easy. If you guys want to start a podcast that includes music, or you guys just want to start a podcast in general, get started by downloading the free Anchor app or going to anchor.fm. And if you need some inspiration, you can head over to blog.anchor.fm slash music from some more idea starters. Thank you so much, and let's get into the episode. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Real Real Podcast with me, Natalie Barbu. And today's episode is going to be such a good one. I was obsessed with this podcast episode, so obsessed that I actually recorded it twice. <laughs> uh, kidding, not that that's not the reason why we recorded it twice, but we did record it twice because all the footage got deleted. Uh, I go into that in the in the podcast episode. If you want to hear hear about how I am uh, dumb, then <laughs> keep on listening. But yeah, we recorded this episode twice. It was a mess. Anyways, this episode features one of my good friends, Maddie or Madison, and she is just honestly a badass living in New York City, and this podcast was so insightful for me because I am someone who is moving to New York City soon, and you guys will know when I'm moving. I don't have an exact date yet, but it will be within the year that I'm moving. I'm just trying to figure things out, and I am so excited to move to New York. Oh my gosh, it has been my dream city forever since i was probably in middle school i was saying i was gonna go to nyu and then when that didn't work out i was like oh well after college i'll get a job there and now i'm like you know what there is nothing holding me back i'm moving to new york so yeah i'm gonna move to new york you guys so keep on this episode is very helpful for me as i am staring at the new york painting that i have in my room i'm obsessed i love it so much it's just one of those places where the energy is so prominent like i feel like some cities don't really have a type of energy but new york does it's so fast-paced it feel you feel like so much more motivated when you're there i feel like i can get anything done anything is possible and honestly i'm so inspired by everyone else that lives there so it's just my favorite place in the whole entire world and if you guys watch my videos then you definitely know that i talk about it all the time i visit it very frequently i'm probably there like five times a year 
Um, I have a lot of friends there, so it's just my favorite place, and I'm really, really excited to move there eventually, whenever I do. So this podcast was great for that, but we don't only talk about New York. Honestly, that's a very, very, very small percentage of this podcast. Most of this podcast is helping you find a job, kind of how she found a job, she tells her story, but we give a lot, a lot of great tips along the way and like changing your career, finding a job that you love. Um, Her tips are amazing. She moved to New York City with no job. And then she actually ended up getting two jobs. So honestly, I am so impressed with her. And this episode was just so good. And it, honestly, I think I think that you guys need a pen and paper when you listen to this. Regardless if you want to live in New York or not, just if you're trying to make a change in your life, if you're trying to find a job, if you're trying to find just good like tips for your career, get a pen and paper and write some stuff down because this episode is that good, you guys. I am so excited for you guys to listen to it. And if you guys do like the episode or have been loving the podcast, please give it five stars on iTunes. That would mean so much to me the reason why it's so important to get reviews on itunes is because unlike youtube or instagram or stuff like that you can't comment on each individual episode so that's basically my way of getting feedback and it's also a way for itunes to push my podcast to get new viewers so if you guys have found my podcast i would love it if you guys can dm me or comment on my last post or write in the private facebook group how you found my podcast or write a review and tell me how you found my podcast because i i've heard that some of you guys have not found it from my youtube you guys just like found the podcast on its own which i think is insane so i would love it if you guys could just let me know and before we go into the episode i am going to shout out the review of the week i really like doing this as a way to thank you because like i said i can't really comment back on reviews so thank you all for all of the reviews but i do like to highlight one a week just to really really like express my gratitude that's the best way to put it because you guys just mean the world to me that you guys take time out of your day to review the podcast it's just it it's insane to me so the podcast review of the week is from it's a bunch of letters as the username so i don't i don't really know what it is but it says honestly not sure how i found this but based on what natalie has said i think it's very important i leave this review because the podcast is definitely worth your time i had never seen natalie's youtube videos but knowing a bit about influencer culture i was skeptical yet curious after one episode i was hooked and binge listened to the rest these podcasts natalie her friends her perspective are all so relatable and a really fresh change as a recent college graduate also engineering, yay STEM, I find it hard to find influencer voices I can relate to, but I assure you Natalie is one. I am insanely and continuously impressed by your dedication, management, and passion for so many things. I hope you continue making podcasts as I love listening to them when I'm driving around. For recommendations on future episodes, I'd love to hear about other girls in STEM. Another thing I'd love to hear about, although perhaps a conflict of interest, are someone who has gone social media free. I've sent a I I have spent a bit of time doing this myself, and I'd love to hear what others have experienced with it. I teared up when I read this. I think, I don't know what it was about this review. I think it's because, one, they didn't find me through my YouTube videos, which I thought was so cool that I'm getting found through podcasts. Um, Also, you got, you're also in STEM, so that's, like, amazing that we have that in common. You left recommendations. I mean, just, this review made me tear up because you took your time out of your day to say this is worth listening to and not only that but you gave me recommendations you told me how you found me it was just 
I honestly teared up because I was like, you did not have to do this. Like, you don't watch my videos, you don't really know me, and you still went out of your way to leave a review, and that just meant a lot to me, so thank you, whoever you are. I wish I could thank the jumble of letters as your username, but thank you so much. Um, and for future recommendations, I would love to interview someone in STEM. If you guys have someone that you know specifically and you want me to interview, then do that. But I was actually thinking of interviewing one of my good friends who was in my classes and now works in a field predominantly of all guys. She's one of the only girls. And so I was thinking of interviewing her. But anyways, also for someone who's social media free, I have a friend who doesn't have one piece of social media never had anyways enough of me rambling in the intro i like making these intros to fill you guys in and to also say thank you but i'm just gonna get into the episode so keep on listening welcome to the real real podcast with natalie barbu instagram might be your highlight reel but we're here to talk about the real real You know what the best feeling is? When you walk out the door feeling like you can conquer the world because your hair looks amazing. You know those days when your hair shines with confidence? Well, I have something that are going to make those good hair days into a daily reality, which is Way's new hair gloss. I personally have been loving taking care of my hair. I just got a new haircut and at first I was iffy on it, but then the more I've looked at it and the more I've styled it, I actually really love it and I don't think I can go back to super long hair. It's all about how you style it. So I have been meticulous about my hair routine. I've been incorporating Waze Hair Gloss and it has literally made me love my haircut and love all of the different ways that I can make it look. It's so easy. Just five minutes in the shower and bam, instant shine. And let me tell you, preventing heat damage is a top priority for me. And with hair gloss protecting my hair up to 450 degrees, I can style worry-free. And the best part, my hair hair feels shinier, healthier, and more vibrant than before. If you guys have seen my blowouts on my Instagram or my TikTok, you know that I have been feeling my hair and it has been so shiny. Getting your shine on in the shower with Waze hair gloss is so easy and it's packed with hyaluronic acid and rice water and so it so it not only gives you immediate shine but also treats damage and enhances color vibrancy. And here's the best part, in a consumer perception study, over 85% of participants agreed that their hair looks shinier, healthier, and smoother with Waze hair gloss loss. Give your hair a glow up with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I and use promo code RealReal for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com promo code RealReal. Hey everyone, I am here with Madison. Hi. And this is actually our second time recording <laughs> this podcast. So funny story before we start. Um, we had recorded the entire podcast, 45 minutes long. It was amazing. Honestly, one of my favorite episodes, just great, great podcast. And we were getting ready to say like, oh, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. Like, I am not kidding you guys. We had about 30 seconds left of the podcast. If even. Right at the end. If even 30 seconds. I don't even know if it was 30 seconds. And then, (laughs) and then my computer died. And I'm an idiot because I didn't plug it in. So I take full responsibility for that. But it never gave me that little warning flow battery. And I record my podcast on Final Cut Pro. And so I just do a voiceover. Like that's how I record my podcast. So I was doing a voiceover and I just had the whole 45 minute long voiceover. But since it wasn't the end of it, I didn't stop recording the voiceover. So when the computer died and we tried pulling it back up, since it never like was saved, like it never finished recording, it just went away. 
just all disappeared. 45 <laughs> minutes of it so this is round two round we two. it was a great episode we're gonna try to still like make it natural and like talk about maybe different things who knows but it was a lot of good content so i'm excited and before we start getting into like the topics as you guys know i do always start an episode off with setting the record straight so we are going to set the record straight with kind of living in new york and all of that stuff so i'm just going to ask madison some questions and she's going to tell me if they are true or false and just her experience on it okay so the first one is new york city is really expensive definitely true but i think it's all about how you budget your money and i think you just have to be smart with it um i'm definitely someone who i you know think about what i'm purchasing and like okay like is it smart that i go and spend 20 dollars on a drink like no probably not like Mm -hmm. you know and during the week i make my own food you know so it's like okay i make my food during the week and then on the weekends i go out and splurge and eat it's all just about balance and budget and you know being smart yeah, I always think that, like, with coffee especially, that's something oh that God, adds yes. up so much. Like, at work, I'm always like, okay, no, I do not need that coffee from downstairs. Mm-hmm. I can wait until I get home or I bring it from home or, like, I have a weakness for, like, cheese danishes. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I do not need that cheese danish from Starbucks today. Yep, so, exactly. Yeah, yeah make just, coffee at home. Yeah, just, being smart about your money, I think, is the most important thing because mm-hmm. so many people live in New York and they all figure it out, so. Exactly. It's definitely doable. Don't, yeah. like, think, like, oh my god, New York's like way too expensive. I can't do it. Like, no, you can. You just have to be smart about it. Dating is hard in New York City. True. I went into it thinking like, oh, it's going to be so easy. Like, you know, college was like difficult because it's like I knew everyone and like here there's just so many new people to meet. Like, no, it's like definitely just as hard as everyone says it's going to be. Yeah, we were saying just because there's more people, I think honestly makes it harder because everyone's waiting for like the next best thing. Like, exactly. Like they're waiting like, oh, there's someone better out there. Like, why am I going to stick with this person when there's still like a million other people out there? Exactly. (laughs) If you guys have not read the book Modern Romance by Aziz Ansari, it is so Mm -hmm. good. I need to read it. It's so good. So it's half written by a psychologist and half written by Aziz, which he's a comedian. So it's like a really funny take on things. But you also learn a lot because it is a psychologist. And they basically just talk about they go around the country or not around the country, around the world to different cities and kind of analyze their dating behaviors. And so they notice how like with dating apps on the rise that so many people are kind of just thinking like well what else is out there like am I sure that this is the one like why would I settle if there's someone better and that's just such a common trend like we're constantly in fear that like oh god we're missing out on something Mm -hmm, so people don't want to settle down yep and I think that's just big in New York in general anywhere but especially in New York yeah and New York City has rude people true and not true I definitely think it's whoever you know there's definitely tons of nice people like I've met tons of genuine nice people but there still are tons of rude people especially like just anywhere like traveling like the subway like people are just rude like even at stores like I hate it when people like do not greet me yeah and, like, the people that work at the stores are just rude like yeah they'll like, not... look at you up and down exactly like she's not gonna spend money here and then they just like don't talk to me I'm like okay thanks yeah I won't spend money here. <laughs> yeah but like people just like I think in the south are genuinely nicer mm-hmm. and like you can go into a store and people hold... okay this is one thing when I go home to like North Carolina people hold the door open for you like I was in like Publix and someone's like I'll take your cart for you and just like took it away from me like they would never do that here in New York yeah you know? no people are like uh, are you gonna take that you're gonna get out of my way exactly yes like pushing and shoving your way through yeah Yeah. exactly and in new york city there is always something to do definitely true we have never had an issue finding a new thing to do or like a new restaurant to go to a new bar to go to like there are always 
something going on like we have a bar in our like backyard essentially that they have concerts every single night like live concerts so So i'm like we can literally just hop over there and like watch live artists for free you know it's so cool like you're always just meeting you know new people doing new things like we literally are never bored (laughs) that is so so nice that's like one thing they're literally like no matter what type of style you're into no matter what you're into like there's gonna be something for you here oh 100 like you can always find something to do like go to a museum listen to music go shopping like literally always something and in new york you never find time to be alone false i'm definitely big on my alone time and you know spending when i come home from work i'm tired and you know i could hang out with my roommates but it's like i also have to know okay like i can just go in my room shut the door and enjoy a night being by myself especially if i'm like tired from talking to people all day at work Mm -hmm. it's like you have to know when to give yourself alone time and when to you know be by yourself because it definitely can people can get lonely in new york and they want to be around people but it's like you also need to give yourself alone time yeah i am such a homebody and i love being by myself like me too honestly i prefer it sometimes me too like i like being with my friends but i also like being alone yeah just like reading a book watching tv like having no one to speak to you and just doing whatever you want like oh especially when you're in a job where you're talking to people like especially when it comes to like my job with photography and like i'm always talking to people and i'm always Mm -hmm. have to be super bubbly and like outgoing yeah and when i come home i just want to lay in bed and not talk to anybody yeah (laughs) see youtube sometimes it's kind of the opposite it does get like kind of lonely because i'm the one filming i'm the one editing i'm podcasting i'm doing it you know podcasting's actually i'm talking to other people so that's actually been nice but (laughs) editing you know so i'm by myself a lot so sometimes i do want to like get out more and like i like doing work at like different places because i'm like i cannot i need a human interaction yeah you know exactly but i am such a homebody like if i've been had like a long day at work or i've like had too much social interaction oh i need to go and lay in my bed (laughs) me too (laughs) and now we are going to get into the topics of kind of just what we're going to talk about but first I wanted to introduce Madison, so just tell me a little bit about yourself, where you went to school, where you grew up. So I was born in Colorado, lived there for six years, and then I moved to Florida, grew up in Florida, in Orlando, and then I went to college um, in South Florida, so in Boca Raton. Um, My whole entire life, I played softball, like that was just always what I did. On the weekends, I would travel, you know, always practicing, it was just like school practice, um it was funny my mom does fashion and my dad played baseball so it's kind of had like I had the best of both worlds like growing up was all softball but then when I knew it came to my career I always wanted to pursue fashion Mm -hmm. and that's just why even when I was younger I wanted to move to New York when I was like looking at colleges I had to find one that had both softball and fashion so I could you know get the softball scholarship but also still do you know fashion and like study what I wanted to study so that was important to you like studying fashion no matter what yeah no matter what I had to find a school that had both softball and fashion um so then I went to college you know played softball for three years and then I graduated early so I graduated in three years um and then I worked so every like summer I would always work at boutiques because I knew I couldn't work during the school year because like softball was like my job Mm -hmm. um so I'd always work during the summers and I would work at boutiques and I would always just like try to run their social media like that's what I wanted to do because I was trying to like be smart like how can I do what I want to do in Florida when like that wasn't really available yeah so I would get these boutique jobs where I was just retail you know folding clothes whatever but then I would also be like oh can I run your social media and like take photos and so I did that for, you know, four years. Um, and then when I was, like, finally graduated, I stayed down in South Florida and just lived there for a year and, like, actually enjoyed my life being a actual, you know, like, 20-year-old, yeah. Yeah. not doing softball, like, you know, working and, like, hanging out with my friends. 
um in that year it's kind of when I realized it's like okay I want to move to New York like this is really where I want to go for you know my career because mm-hmm. being in Florida that's not where I could get what I wanted to do I feel like also in Florida with those retail jobs and stuff New York is always the first place to like I don't know, start a trend or exactly. kind of jump on something social media related. So I feel like people in the South or in Florida or even in the middle of the country, like basically anywhere that's not LA or New York, they're very behind on like what's oh, taking 100%, off, exactly. I guess. And that's not like an insult to people down there. It's just like people are stuck in their ways. So yes. when you go to a boutique and you're like, oh, I want to run your social media, they're probably like, why? Exactly. Like, why yeah, does it matter? Exactly. Because I used to work at a boutique also and – I would always, I actually never volunteered to run their social media, Mm -hmm. so it wasn't like I was, like, asking to, like, do anything, but I just noticed, like, their social media was just slacking so much. Exactly. And it would frustrate me, because I'm like, you guys could be doing so much more and so much better if you did this, but, like, you just, you're not, you know? And so Mm -hmm. I always thought that in the back of my mind, and I'm like, this is now... um, The boutique actually has pretty good social social media, but it took them so long, so... I definitely think that that's like New York is the first person to or first city yeah. to start the trends. I agree. And then how long did it take you to move? Like what was your moving process like from the time you decided to move to New York to when you moved to New York, like packed mm-hmm. your bags, moved to New York? Like how long did that take you? What was that process? Yeah, it was probably when I was like working there, like living, you know, after college and not just like going to school and just working. That's kind of when I started realizing like, okay, where do I want to go with my future? knew I wanted to go to New York but like didn't really know how to make it happen Mm -hmm. um and then one of my friends from home she like got a job so I knew she was moving to New York and then my other friend we've literally known them since I was like in middle school elementary school um she always like me and her always talked about moving to New York and we kind of now had like a reason like we were all done with school like we knew like okay like we can make this work and then I met a girl that I worked at the boutique in South Florida And she wanted to go to NYU and it all kind of just like fell into place. It was like her family friend that like owned our apartment that we live in now. So we we got so lucky and he was like, he, so we never visited it, but he like sent us videos and he's like, I can hold it for you guys like until August. And we were like, oh my gosh, this is like too good to be true. Like we can't pass this up. And then I think it was probably like three months out that we're like, okay, like we're not going to turn this down. Like we're going to do it because like, how could we pass this up? And then I moved home, lived with my parents for the summer so I could save money. Um, Because, you know, not paying for rent and any of that. It's just like really... Oh, 100%. That was probably like the best thing I could have done because I lived at home for three months and just saved. I pocketed everything, you know, like I was working and then just like saving all that money. Um, Probably didn't start like packing for New York until like a week. (laughs) Yeah. There was obviously like planning that goes involved, but you really don't start packing until like right before you leave. Um, and then we literally packed my car, I brought my car, I drove it from North Carolina, packed it to the brim, like, I got, like, my mattress <laughs> so in a box. <laughs> did you only have a car, you didn't have, like, a U-Haul? Mm-mm. Did you bring furniture, or did you buy everything So here? I had, like, a cute, because, okay, we had, one of my roommates was bringing a couch, we, you know, figured out the rest of the furniture here, but I just needed my bed, yeah. my bed frame, and, like, I had a cute little nightstand from, like, Target that I wanted to bring. And you packed that all in the car? hmm And then I, all my clothes, just, like, threw that all in bedding everything and then just we were off we drove like 10 and a half hours then we got here and just like moved everything in instantly like it was just like such a quick like turnaround process because my yeah. mom was only there for like three days when I like moved in so I knew we had to get you know go to Ikea like when I had my car and I can drive with yeah. my mom you know get everything moved in and it was so hard in August like because yeah. it was just so hot like 
we were just like dripping with sweat like it was just like oh my god it was terrible <laughs> yeah in new york you can't escape the heat no but that's the thing about and that's what i tell everyone i'm like yeah because people are you moved from florida like it was just as hot and i was like no i get that but here in new york you walk everywhere yeah the subways are hot it's like you literally cannot escape there's no ac the subway is even hotter than outside <laughs> oh my god the subways are brutal like you literally step in there and you just it's start like an like, oven it's we say it's like um a sauna in there yeah. like you literally and i'm like going on all my interviews when i first moved here and i was just oh like dripping with sweat because i was like nervous and it was hot and i was like i can't escape <laughs> oh my gosh i remember yeah i would visit new york in the summer a lot and it was always so hot here it's miserable and i remember i'd go home and we just like stand in front of our ac unit which is like <laughs> blasting at us because we're just so hot and tired and like oh it's so bad but. And where do you live in the city so i'm in williamsburg brooklyn which i think i mean i recommend it to everybody it's the best you can get more space there i never feel like unsafe walking around at night we love our area like we have restaurants like all around us bars all around us there's a park like a huge park across the street is williamsburg kind of like its own city like do people leave williamsburg or like do you have like everything kind of there you know like some people everything there like grocery store yeah and then we're really close to like the main like downtown area of williamsburg where there's like a whole foods there's shops like there's an urban outfitters like i mean it's so you don't even have to go to manhattan really no and if we if we choose like we're like we don't want to go to manhattan like i am so much happier in brooklyn than i would have been in the city really 100 percent. like i don't even think now that i started in brooklyn i could move to the city after that wow i need to look when i'm moving here which will be kind of in a while like less than a year but like yeah february of next year um i need to look in williamsburg you really do because i mean you've seen my place like oh (laughs) let me i need to describe your place because it is the nicest I mean, it is one of the nicest apartments I've seen, but let alone in New York, it's the nicest apartment I've seen that you're not paying, like, $5,000 a month for, no, you we know? Got, we got very lucky. Like, I can definitely say that. Like, I'm very thankful, and I don't want to leave. Um, I mean, her place, okay, you walk in, but it's like a house. It's not even an apartment, I feel like. It's, yeah, we have, like, the entire bottom floor of, like, yeah. a four-story thing. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So, like, you walk in, and it's just a massive Like, open area. space, essentially. Yeah. But we have, like laundry we have a huge kitchen with like an island all so there's four new of us, appliances yeah, yeah like new appliances dishwasher oh do you watch um what's the show it was on hbo um girls no one of the actors from girls lived in our place before we moved no there way. Yeah, yeah yeah that's what our he told us he was like yeah you watch girls he's like he used to live here um what's his name i'll try to figure it out but um People were saying, like, yeah, they always had parties there. Like, I was like, oh, my oh gosh. Oh, my gosh, that's so cool. But it was a converted three-bedroom into a four-bedroom. So, yeah, there's four of us sharing one bathroom. That's the only downside, but... We haven't even had an issue with that because we're all on, like, different schedules. So I'm never, like, waiting to get into the bathroom. We all do our hair and makeup, like, in our rooms. Yeah. So it's totally fine. That's so nice. But yeah, I mean, her place is so nice. We got very, very lucky, and I'm very yeah. thankful. Yeah. Wow. You're, you're doing New York right. Yeah. <laughs> And what did you come here to do? Like, did you come here with a job? What's your job? So I moved here with no job, which was scary at first. I mean, I remember like the days leading up to it. I was like, oh my God, I'm actually moving here with no job. I only have like probably enough money to last me a month. Like, (laughs) what am I doing right now? Um, But I was just like very determined. And I knew that like once I moved here, I would make it work and I would get a job. 
Um, but I actually started like applying to jobs and I wasn't really hearing anything back like through like Indeed or LinkedIn mm-hmm. or one of those things. Just because, you know, it's just so saturated out here. There's so many people applying oh to gosh. these jobs. I can't even imagine how many applicants they get a day. Oh, it's insane. Especially because I was applying to like big places like Condé Nast. And yeah. like, you know, I was like reaching for the stars and like <laughs> going for all my like dream companies that I wanted to work for. Um, but then I actually started, I had this idea. I was like, okay, I'm going to go DM the companies that I want to work for. So I was reaching out to like fashion and beauty PR agencies, mm-hmm. essentially um, telling them like, hey, this is who I am. This is what I do. I can do this, this, and this for you. Um, like, do you have anything? Like, can I pass along my resume? Like, are you guys hiring? Um, and I heard back way more from that than I did applying online. How many do you think you like DM'd? Oh my God. I probably DM'd so many, like any single like big fashion PR or beauty PR agency, like I DM. Did you follow all of them? Yeah. I followed all of them. yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I had to follow them. Um, and then I did the same for like influencers here and bloggers. I went and DM them being like, are you looking to hire an assistant? Like I can, you know, shoot all your photos. I can do video editing and filming. Like, you know, I'd love to pass along my resume. Um, and so I heard back from like a couple people from like, or like I heard back from more, but you know, like actually got interviews then with two of them. Um, one being a fashion PR agency and then one being an influencer, um, had those interviews like the day I moved here, like the second day I moved here. And I got very lucky and got both of them. That's um, awesome. But it was definitely nerve-wracking moving here at first with no job. But it was just a deter- – you have to be determined. You're like, yeah. if you're going to move here, like, that's what kind of pushed me to, like, apply to all these jobs and, like, send out all these resumes, you know? Like, I'm like, I'm going to make it work. It's just scary. <laughs> that's the thing. Like, you have to go in it with a positive mindset. Because oh, 100%. you will set yourself back if you don't have hope or if you're negative. And that sounds like a cliche, but seriously, if you're thinking, like – oh, well, like, I'm never going to get a job or I'm, they're never going to hire me. Why would they hire you if exactly. you don't believe in yourself? And it shows. Like, you can tell when someone is not confident. And when people aren't confident, you think that they're not going to do a good job. Exactly. Like, that's you. Why would I trust you if you don't even trust yourself, you know? And when mm-hmm. you're also thinking, like, oh, I'm never going to do it, you're never going to work as hard to do it because you already are setting yourself up for failure just by your mindset. Exactly. So I know it's a cliche. Some of you might be rolling your eyes, but <laughs> it is so true like you came here and you're like no I'm gonna get a job so what did you do you worked your ass off to get a job exactly so that's exactly like you didn't just stop at indeed and linkedin because that wasn't working you took it the next step exactly and you did instagram dming which is not common I've never heard of anyone <laughs> dming someone and to get also a job. I feel like it wasn't like I was like okay maybe this like isn't professional but I feel like then they could go on my instagram they could see me they could see my work they could see I'm not just like a piece of like a name on a piece of paper mm-hmm. you know like they could really see who I was and I think that gave me a little more like kind of cred you know yeah definitely especially with what you're doing you're a more creative person and I'm looking for like a social media photography job so then obviously if they want to like person to run their social media they want to like look at someone's social media and be like okay like you know she knows what she's doing and you can talk to people you can dm people you know a proper etiquette for dming (laughs) people yeah because we were talking about this earlier but I when I mean I have like a s- online store and I've had people reach out to me to be like an assistant or something like that and you will be surprised like I have not gotten that many resumes but some of the resumes that I've gotten and some of the emails I've gotten have so many errors like punctuation spelling the format the layout like it's just like looks so unprofessional yeah and I know People might think like, oh, well, it's the content that matters. But when you're interacting with people, that's your first impression. You know, like you want to have good email etiquette. You want to have 
like present yourself well online like that's so important nowadays exactly and i feel like i need to be doing like a resume building class or something because i saw so (laughs) many i saw so many bad resumes and this is not to like make fun of people i just feel like people some people like don't know how to properly do one because honestly we're not really taught that like yes there's like plenty of resources on google so really no one has an excuse but i mean having someone proofread it that knows i'm just saying when you're reaching out to people for a job you need to be professional and you need to like act like they want to hire like you need they need you you know like because even my dm was very like professionally written out i wasn't just like hey what's up like i want to work for you blah 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 like no i was just like you know it was essentially like a mini resume in mm-hmm. a paragraph in a dm like yeah telling them like i can do this this and this for you like instead of asking them like what they're hiring for i was like no i can do this for you and i think that's what helped me yeah because you need to say what you can do for the company not what they can do for you exactly like that's so important and i actually am reading one of gary vaynerchuk i think that's how you say his mm-hmm. last name gary v um, I'm reading one of his books and in it he said that he has hired people from Twitter before and like because people will reach out to him and be like hey this is what I can do and he gives them a shot he'll mm-hmm. look through their stuff first he says he looks through their Twitter to yeah. see if they're really like hustling if they're really like what they say they are you mm-hmm. know and then he'll like give them a shot and then that's kind of how he's hired some people which is crazy that social media is now becoming that but oh completely that's I mean if you want something, you will do anything it takes to go and get it, which means you will go out there and try to get this job by saying, this is what I can do for you. So exactly. I think that's so, so important to like not have expectations of like, oh, well, hire me, please. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, or just like not giving up if like LinkedIn wasn't working or Indeed yeah. wasn't working. Like think I, out I, I try box. to think like, okay, what's something new I can do that like I can, you know, get these jobs that I really want. And this has nothing to do with connections either. You know, like you didn't have like, oh, I did not have any connections when I got these jobs. Like yeah. now I think I'm lucky and I've met the right people. Yeah. And like, it's you know i have connections now but coming into this because you know people always say like oh it's who you know i didn't know anybody moving here you know like i had to kind of make these on my own but now i think i like it's all who i know and i've definitely met the right people but starting off it was not like that that's such a good tip though to instagram dm people especially in a creative job but i mean try it for anything maybe not like a huge company like (laughs) maybe not like jp morgan yeah (laughs) (laughs) can you imagine dming jp morgan's instagram (laughs) (laughs) i mean you know what never say never you can try it they probably won't respond but see i was also finding smaller pr agencies i wasn't reaching like i wasn't dming l magazine yeah like hey can i work for you know i was like finding small people that i knew would read the dms and like would give me then email addresses to email yeah that's so smart yeah so i wasn't like reaching to you know like that is so smart i hope that like if someone's listening to this that you will do this to help find your job because i like never thought of that but Mm -hmm. it's honestly such a like great way to find what you want to do and also just like a little quick tip how i found these pr agencies because i didn't you you can google fashion pr agency it does not show you all of them you know Mm -hmm. So I would go on to influencers like accounts and to see who they were following. And I literally just typed in PR or I typed in agency. And then that's how I found all the PR agencies. See, that is thinking out of the box. And that is why you got your job. Yes. Because you're not just doing things like, oh, I'm just going to do what I think like, I'm going to You just can't go do. Google like top fashion PR agencies. Like it's not going to show you all the small like boutique yeah. ones, you know. Yeah. That so. is so smart. Just passing along this tip. <laughs> I also do that actually um, with my online store to find wholesalers. Because smart, yeah. 
honestly, no one tells you how to find wholesalers, and no. it's every boutique's little secret. Exactly, they of don't how say. they find it, and they don't want to say. And I'm gonna give a tip. So if you're listening, <laughs> we're just passing notes, along yes. tips. <laughs> but I would go on um, like magic wwd magic and i would go to all of these trade shows instagrams Mm -hmm. and i would see everyone that they're following and it's so easy i just clicked on who they were following quick scan of their instagram literally three seconds on each page see if i kind of like the style if i liked it i would follow it so i could keep it in mind and Mm -hmm. then i would go to their site and see what they actually had exactly and that is the best way to find wholesalers yep so if any of you guys want to know that (laughs) what do you do in new york then like i know you do freelance and you do social media and you work with an influencer but kind of like what's your day-to-day so each week i have like the same kind of set schedule of monday wednesday friday i'm like the social media manager at a fashion pr agency um it's called ampr and so i run all their social media so we have five different clients brands that we run Um, so I just do daily posting and I also handle all the influencer relations. So we'll do like cute little gifting suites. Like we just did like a Coachella gifting suite with all of our brands where I'd have to go and invite all the influencers and, you know, have relations with them. Um, and then I also do like photography there. So I do photo shoots. Like we just did a lookbook shoot for one of our brands fall winter collection. Um, so that was like a really fun thing that I haven't done before. So like with actual like backdrop and, you know, like just shooting all the looks um, so that was so much fun. So I do that Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then Tuesday, Thursday, I work for the influencer Sherry Lyle, and I just take all her photos. We do videos, like I film her videos, do editing. Um, usually I'm with her. I can also work from home. Say I'm like doing like video editing, like today, for instance, like I did all her editing. And I also, you know, just help her with anything she needs. I'm an assistant photographer, videographer. Mm -hmm. Um, And then in mornings, nights, weekends, I shoot for, her name's Laurel Creative. And she's an influencer photographer here in the city. Um, She also shoots weddings and, you know, she does everything. But I help her essentially um, with fashion. So she has like a bunch of associates that work under her. So she has like five different associates that work under her that we will shoot then under her name. But so she sets everything up and then we just go and do the shoot. Um, so I'll usually do like 7.30 to 8.30 in the morning shoots and then go mm-hmm. to work. Um, I could do them after work, like 5.30 to 6.30. And then weekends I shoot for her, but also mainly just under my own name because I have my own clients that I shoot. Um, so it's definitely an exhausting schedule, but I do like that I'm doing new things. Yeah, no day is the same. No day is the same. I'm never bored. Like, I remember when I would work at boutiques, I would just be sitting there being like, I'm so bored. Like, when's the day gonna be over? I'm literally so busy here. I feel like I'm never bored whatsoever. Like, I'm always have something else to be doing. Yeah. Um, which I really am thankful for because I feel like if I just had that nine to five corporate job, like, I would get bored of it. And I'm seriously, like, always... Like, some days I'll be going to an event with Cheryl Lee or, like, the other days I'll be shooting, you know, a photo shoot on a rooftop at a hotel, like, for the PR company. Like, I just feel like there's always, you know, I'm meeting new people. Like, it's just, it's worked out really well. Yeah, no, that's so nice. I feel like you really do have, like, a dream job of, like, working for yourself and that but you sound so busy <laughs> I literally, you work before work and then you work during work and then you work after work <laughs> i like on my break i'll go out and shoot like i'll literally shoot during my break at the pr company that's how i feel at my job i sometimes i have to film videos before work mm-hmm. and then i go to work mm-hmm. and then i'm working like my corporate right normal whatever <laughs> job and then during my lunch break, I edit. Mm-hmm. And then after work, I come back and I edit some more. Exactly. Or I'll record a podcast or I'll film another video. Um, or just... that's when I take all my calls. So if I have any yep. calls, I have to take them after work. Yep. And then I go to sleep. 
and then I do it all over again. And then on the weekend, I'm like, oh, it's the weekend. I need to take advantage of this. So I film and I edit and I record my podcast. Like, I I literally feel like I do not get it. I know. And it's just all about learning how to, like, handle it and giving yourself, you know, your own time as well. Because, I mean, I... February was like the worst month. It was fashion week. I literally went the entire month without taking a day off because I just felt like that was when I was kind of like really starting my photography and I was getting people like DMing me wanting to shoot on like the, but they, you know, they work a nine to five job so they can only shoot on the weekends. Yeah. And I'm not going to turn that down. And I ended up just working like overload and like kind of, you know, I crashed at the end because I was just like, I need a day off. Like, I need a break and I actually like booked a trip home. I went home to North Carolina just for like five days just to like chill and not work. I felt like I had to take myself out of New York because if I'm here, I will work. Well, that's what New York does to you. I feel like, I mean, whenever I come here, I am go, 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 go. That is a true thing about New York. It it is go, 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 go. It's very fast paced. 100%. Like if you can't handle that, like I feel like New York's not for you. Mm -hmm. Like you have to, you just get thrown in. And you just have to run with it. Like, it's no, you know, it's no joke. It really is. I mean, there's just so much opportunity here, I feel like, also, especially if you're not from here, because Mm -hmm. you're coming here to chase your dream. Like, you came here for a job. Exactly. And not even for a job, but to to reach your job you know like you didn't come with a job but you came here in hopes to finding your dream job like I want to come here also for that same reason like to find do what I love in the city that I love you know so when outsiders kind of move to New York for that reason they feel like every opportunity needs to be taken like I need to say yes to everything because now is my time like I came here for this like exactly what am I here for if I'm not saying yes to it exactly and that's why I'm not going to complain because it's like I do love what I do but it's just finding balance so now I'll like shoot on Saturday morning and then I'll give myself Saturday afternoon to like hang out with my friends like go out Saturday night and then all day Sunday to relax Mm -hmm. but I'll just try to book all my shoots Saturday morning you know back to back to back just to get it done if I like have shoots um, so then I can just relax because I was literally shooting all day Saturday and Sunday and like that was just way too much. Like I need a day or yeah. two, you know, to like actually just enjoy being a 20 year old in New York yeah. with their friends, you know? And it's hard because I feel like for freelance or when you work for yourself, you feel so much pressure to never stop because exactly. no one's telling you to stop. Like yes. it's all on you. People who do freelance are the ones that always push themselves. And I feel like if one to do freelance or to work for yourself in general you have to have enough motivation to be able to like go out and do work because oh, if you're like a lazy person you're never gonna make it no not you at know all. so the ones of us that are working for ourselves like we always feel like we have to be doing more or else we're we're failures exactly. or we're failing exactly at least for me personally i always feel like i have to be working like if i'm not at my normal job I'm like okay well this is time to be working like what am I doing (laughs) it's a Saturday oh my friends want to go get lunch and then they want to go out and then they want to get their nails done I'm like I can do one of those things but the rest of them I can't do because I have to work like that's just it's so unhealthy really it It is but it's also like okay especially here in New York it's like you know how expensive it is like how am I going to turn down money exactly that's the that's the main thing like you know when you think about it that way I'm like okay I could go hang out with my friends right now or I could make money like what do I want to do yeah and no matter what I'm doing I'm always thinking about like the next thing oh okay what's the next thing what's the next thing I'm gonna do that's something I need to teach myself and I need to be like no slow down Mm -hmm. enjoy where you are now there's a reason you're in this season right now like enjoy it you know so that's definitely something that's been just like a learning curve for me I was telling Madison earlier that there have been so many things that like one I don't show the camera or I don't show you guys like that are listening but 
I've had like mental breakdowns. I've had to go to the bathroom at work just to like breathe and realize like, okay, just calm down. You can, you're, you're fine. You can do everything, you know, like Mm -hmm. just take a break. It's okay to take a break because I feel like I'm on overload and like, I'm just like working, 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 and I'm not enjoying anything, you know? Exactly. So even though I do feel so lucky because it's hard when you're doing what you love in the sense that like you don't ever want to stop. Yeah. You're always doing it, you know? (laughs) I know. It's, yeah, I was going to say, I just literally last week had like a mental breakdown because I like shot my first wedding, which was very exciting. Um, But it was like, I had to go all the way to Jersey. It was like the seven hour wedding. I was taking the train, which I've like never taken the train before. And I had shoots on Sunday because the wedding was Saturday and I had like shoots booked for Sunday when I came home and I had to spend the night there, which wasn't planned. And I woke up. I came back here. I was like ready to go to all my shoots. And then I realized I like forgot my camera charger in Jersey. And I was like, oh my God, like I had to cancel my shoots. I was like crying. And then I was just like, maybe this was a sign that I needed to take a break and not shoot and just had yeah. a day off. Yeah. And then I like went to brunch with my roommate and then we went shopping and I was just, I just felt so much better and like yeah. relaxed. That's something everyone needs to take away is like, it's okay to take a break. Like I feel like workaholics and working all the time is so glamorized. Like if you're not working all the time, yeah. then what are you doing? Like I, I get three <laughs> hours of sleep. Like, oh my God, I'm working so much. You know, I feel like that's like glamorized, like lack of sleep and unhealthy habits yeah (laughs) honestly it's like you know what's actually cool is like getting eight hours of sleep and relaxing and bed self-care i I go to bed at like nine o'clock every night like that's just how exhausted i am from working yeah i don't even like if i'm not like doing anything i will literally go to bed at nine nine thirty every night but you know what I mean? It's so glamorized. Like, oh, I was up all night Oh, working. 100%. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, you know what? We need to start glamorizing self-care. <laughs> <laughs> and taking days and off. taking days off. Because it's okay every now and then to take a day off, especially yes. if you work for yourself. Because, again, working a nine-to-five, your boss tells you to go home. Like, I'm, I mean, at my job, like, it hits five o'clock and I'm out. Like, yep. I'm... <laughs> I'm not staying another minute if I don't have to so it's just like that mentality where I don't know it's it's really hard for people that work for themselves because they push themselves like crazy too 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 hard yeah yeah exactly and is photography like your dream job is that kind of what you want ultimately want to be doing yeah I think that's what I've realized that that's what I love the most um because I always you know through social media like I I realize I like social media like management and whatnot Mm -hmm. but what I liked the most was the taking the photos and like the creating of the content for the social media yeah and since I've gotten this photography job and like being able to shoot influencers and fashion, which is, like, what I truly do love. Yeah. Um, Like, I actually just shot uh, an event for Laura Mercier last, maybe, like, two months ago, and that was just seriously, like, a dream come true. Like, that was one of those, like, pinch-me moments where I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm actually shooting for a company that I truly love under my name, and I was shooting influencers at the event. It was just, like, a really cool experience that I would not have gotten anywhere else, and Mm -hmm. that I got that through you know social media and photography see that's such an amazing thing though about the city too is that you make so many connections like oh 100 percent. yeah yeah like you were saying like you would not have gotten that Laura Mercier job if you lived in South Florida still. no not at all or if you like, lived in North Carolina still exactly like you have to be you know in the city mm-hmm. in like New York or LA I feel like for those opportunities yeah. and then you have to make the most of those opportunities yeah no seriously like I cannot wait to come here just because even when I come here on vacation, I feel like, okay, well, I'm in New York, time to work, like time to make connections yeah. because I'm here only for five days or whatever it is. So like I try to do so much. So it's going to be so nice when I live here and I'm like, okay, I can 
exactly take it next week like yeah (laughs) i'll be here you know so i don't know in new york just you meet so many people but you do have to go out and meet those people on your own like you have to like really make connections and like kind of like force yourself to make connections exactly because i'm the type of person too that i don't really like talking to people (laughs) like i much rather just like be yeah you know um by myself and like not being like you know small talk with everyone but it's like that's what you have to do here and I think that's something that I like to say is one of my strong suits, but yeah. also something that I just don't really like. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm good at talking to people and like being yeah. personable. Like, well, that's why you DM them because you don't have to talk to them. <laughs> you can just DM them. <laughs> but like with photography, you have to be very, you have to make the person feel comfortable that you're yeah. shooting. So it's like, you have to talk to them. You have to get to know them, you know, whatever. But I'm definitely like, if I could just be sitting in my room alone, like, you know editing on the computer like i would rather be doing that yeah but it's just you you get handed these opportunities and then you just have to make the most of them yeah seriously that's like such an amazing thing about living in the city yep what were some expectations that you had before coming to the city that are just like not true anymore so something that i really was worried about moving to the city was that the transportation and like commuting was just gonna be so difficult and it ended up just the opposite like i think it's very easy I'm very, like, lucky because I can get to work, like, from my office, like, or from my home to my office in 20 minutes. Like, my mm-hmm. office is in Soho. I live in Williamsburg. Like, Williamsburg is, like, the closest stop when you get into Brooklyn, mm-hmm. like, through the city. So, it does not take long. But the subways, like, I was so worried. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to take these by myself. Like, I'm so scared. But it seriously is just, like, a breeze. And I love that you can get anywhere in the city within, like, 30 minutes, essentially. So, it's definitely very easy. Um... I don't know. That's something that like going into it, I thought was really difficult and it just really wasn't. Yeah. Um, another thing like we were talking about, I thought dating was going to be so much easier than college, but it definitely is not. It's just as hard <laughs> as everyone says it is. Um, cause you can have like the dating apps and all of that, yeah. but I feel like, and you can go to bars thinking like, Oh, I'm going to meet so many cute guys, like which there are, but like you don't they're all everyone's like in their little friend group i know and you're not gonna go up and like hey no <laughs> like hi i'm maddie nice to meet you like yeah no it's like everyone also i feel like seems very like clicky when you go out mm-hmm. um everyone's in their friend groups already they don't want to make new friends like especially like, a group of girls like they're not we're not gonna like walk up to them and be like talking to them yeah I, mean, I guess you could but we just don't yeah i mean i wouldn't no I'm yeah so like to myself <laughs> exactly yeah and so it's, like, that's just been difficult. Like, I feel like the best way to meet people is just, like, through friends or, like, f- through coworkers, you know, introducing them that way. But, like, actually going out and, like, making friends is definitely way difficult. What are some tips that you have for someone moving to New York or someone that wants to move to New York? It's one of those things that sounds cliche, but I feel like you just need to do it if, the, like, the timing is right and, you know, you saved money because definitely do not move here without saving money. Yeah. Like, that's a key thing. Yeah. You need to, like, you know, have backup in case something doesn't work out. Um, but it's just, like, if that's something you've always wanted to do or, you know, you just recently want to move to New York, you know, it's, like, I just say do it because, I mean, I I look at it as, like, okay, everyone here in New York is, like, making it work. It's, yeah. like, so why can't I, you know? Exactly. Like, and that's how I looked at it. I was, like, okay, like, people are, you know, finding ways to make it work when it comes to money like because it is super expensive here but like me and my roommates we you know we go out to happy hour instead of spending $14 on a drink you know we'll go out earlier like we found this great place in Williamsburg that you can get two for one drinks for like seven dollars I'm like like places like that exist you don't have to go to the trendy cool places no. and this is like a little <laughs> hole in the wall but it's so cute and like you know it's just you have to be smart you know do your research like find cool places 
and you know budget your money well because yeah like I said make food at home throughout the week and then go out on the weekends like you know it is expensive but it's definitely one of those things that you can make it work if you're just smart about it um so don't let the money thing scare you like yes the apartment part is like I think the most daunting of like oh yeah moving to New York but look in Brooklyn like Brooklyn is so great and it's still so easy to get to the city like you don't have to be in Manhattan to Mm -hmm. be like living in New York City that's the one going back to like the very first thing we talked about it's about your mindset if you think that you're never gonna make it work then you're not gonna make it work and you're gonna be miserable but just do it like if you really want to be here and if you be don't have, here. Like, a roommate or something like there's so many websites like one of them gypsy, is, like, housing, gypsy housing i was gonna say I've, I've been a part of that site literally for like four years now and yeah I, so people make it work like, even if they don't have like a group of friends that they're moving with like you can still make it work um reach out to people through instagram you know like if you see girls that you've been following that live in new york and you're moving to new york like reach out to them and be like hey i'm like moving do you want to grab coffee and like that's how you can make friends that way Exactly. And we were also saying before this that make your Instagram public Mm -hmm. because I feel like no one says this, but I have met so many people through Instagram. Madison's met so many people through Instagram. I mean, and no one's going to DM someone that's private. So (laughs) I follow people, even if they're not, they don't have to have like a bunch of followers. Like if you're just someone that I think that I would get along with and I see Mm -hmm. that you live in like New York or Charlotte or whatever, I might reach out to you and be like, hey, like want to meet up? Like, yeah. I've been following you for a while or whatever. And reach out to people that you think that you would be friends with too. Exactly. I mean, social media obviously doesn't show you everything about a person, but you can get an idea. And if yeah. worse comes to worse, you meet them and you don't talk again. Like Exactly. But, but people are trying to make friends here too. Exactly. You know? so. so one way I definitely think to make friends is to putting your Instagram on public. I feel like that's a good way to make friends because we've no everyone knows someone that has met someone through social media. I felt like before I moved here, I was like kind of like, afraid of everything like I was kind of weak not weak I'm not gonna call myself weak yeah but I was like a baby when like I came to things like being, yeah like, scared or whatever but like moving to New York I feel like has completely made me so much stronger mm-hmm. way more independent like I feel like I was an independent person but I hated like calling people on the phone you know like stupid things like that like oh same but now that I live here and I have to call people all the time and I'm like I just think moving here was just like the best decision I could have made personally because I, yeah, I'm, like, not as afraid as I used to be. You of get just out like, of your comfort zone. Exactly. It puts you out of your comfort zone. Like, I used to be one of those people that was like, oh, I'm so afraid to talk to new people. Like, no. Like, now that's all I do for a living is talk mm-hmm. to new people. You know? And, like. Yeah. Don't be afraid to do something that you're not comfortable with or that you've never done before just because you're scared. Like. Exactly. Go into it with a good mindset mm-hmm. and just do it. Yep. Like, really, it's, it is that simple. Like. Yep sure you're gonna have hard days yeah everyone does like you're gonna have hard days in your tiny small town too yeah like it's just it's gonna happen you're gonna get uncomfortable but then you're gonna learn from it so i agree i just think moving here definitely made me way more independent and Mm -hmm. like just like a stronger person in general yeah so i definitely recommend it for anyone wanting to move here yeah okay well thank you so much yeah, thanks for having, having me for coming on and thank you for recording this for a second second time, time. <laughs> you guys i am not kidding like that was one of the worst feelings ever is when we were about to like, say like <laughs> bye and then you just hear like you <laughs> just like heart sank i was like no and then we we're like no no it's fine it's still there it's still there and no, no not, there. not there i tried uh, yeah no not there <laughs> but anyways this one was just as good so yeah thank you so much and where can they find you plug yourself oh my instagram yeah photography personal whatever if yeah. you're in new york <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah my instagram is just at it's madison lane and then my like photography instagram is attached to that um but definitely go check me out if you want to shoot because i do shoots all the time so well thank you and be sure to follow her i'm gonna have everything linked in the show notes as well so if you guys want to um click on like 
links or whatever it's gonna be in the show notes and i'll see you guys in next week's episode Bye. bye that is it for today's episode i really hope that you guys liked it and did you guys learn anything did you guys take tips what was your favorite takeaway from this i just think her story is so cool how she got a job through instagram dms i don't know i just it's wild to me how she i it's it's crazy yeah yeah (laughs) what was your best takeaway from this what do you guys like about this episode are any of you guys from new york that could resonate with this episode i would love to know so thank you guys for listening please again be sure to give a five-star review and if you do leave a review send it my way through dms because i want to personally thank you and also join the private facebook page because it's for you guys it's all about networking so kind of like this episode talked about if you want to find a job there's so many more now unconventional ways to do it so post in that private facebook page if you guys are looking for a job you never know the opportunities you might find worst comes to worst no one responds best case you get a job out of it so i would love to see more of that in the facebook page if you guys not more i'm not like dictating the facebook page but i think that'd be awesome to see if something like that came out of it or if you guys are hiring then be sure to post it in there because you never know who you might find and also follow us on instagram that is just you'll get updates i love when you guys comment when you guys dm when you guys mention us in your story if you guys are listening to this podcast take a screenshot and post it on your story and tag me and tag at the real real podcast on instagram and i will definitely repost it and give you a thank you because i love seeing that it literally makes me so happy so that was it for the episode i hope that you guys enjoy i hope that you liked it and i will see you guys next monday with another episode of the real real podcast